Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. Today I want to talk about a really great subject. It's called, Why New Tongues? And let me read you Mark chapter 16, verses 17 through 18. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. The doctrine of tongues is a fascinating subject, and it's had great impact on my life. When I first heard about it, it didn't scare me. Rather, it fascinated me, and my interest sent me on a journey to answer questions like, is this really in the Bible? Well, if it's really in the Bible, then, then why? When? And what for? And how? I've always thought of God as being practical, not crazy. Uh, he always has a plan. He always has a purpose, and he's sensible. And if tongues are real then I reasoned that they also must have a very practical purpose. So I have to say that accepting the Lord and being born again on February 11th, 1979 has been the best decision I've ever made. But I will also say the second best decision I ever made was to be filled with the Holy Spirit and receive the gift of new or what you can call other tongues on April 20th, 1979. In my adventure of the study of tongues, I found that there are two basic operations of this gift. One is personal, which is the gift of praying in other tongues personally, and the other is corporate, or prophesying to a group of people. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about the nine gifts of the Spirit. Three of those nine are the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues, and the gift of interpretation of tongues. Although not exclusively, these are mostly concerning the corporate side of tongues. What we're going to cover will be the personal side of tongues. I call it simply praying in other tongues. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, 18, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. Paul is saying this is something he is doing, and he is thanking God he does it more than those he's writing to. In verse 15, he states, He prays with the Spirit, and he prays with the understanding. Well, what does that mean? It means he prays in the spirit or in tongues and does not understand what he is praying. And he prays in the understanding in his known language where he does understand what he's praying. I see praying in tongues as a power tool. For example, if I want to cut down a tree, I can do it with a handsaw in my own strength. Or I can get a chainsaw and cut it down in the power of the tool. When you pray in tongues, you are using a power prayer tool in the strength of God's Holy Spirit. 
You do not need to know how it works. You just need to use the tool. And I want to share with you 10 reasons I've found in the Bible to pray in tongues. Again, let me read Mark 16, 17 through 18. And these signs will follow those who believe. Well, let me make a comment right there. The signs will follow those who believe, and they will not follow those who don't believe. Believe in what? In these signs. In my name, they will cast out demons. This is why in some churches you'll see demons being cast out and others you don't. It's because some believe in that sign and some don't believe in that sign. And in my name, they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So 10 reasons to pray in tongues. Let me go over the 10 first, and then we'll cover them one at a time. The first reason I've found is to be able to pray when you don't know what to pray. The second is to pray God's will when you don't know God's will. The third, to speak to God and not to man. The fourth, to speak the language of angels. The fifth, to pray with the Spirit. Sixth, to sing with the Spirit. Seventh, to magnify God. Eighth, to give thanks well. Ninth, to stay filled with the Spirit. And finally, the tenth reason being to edify or build up yourself on your most holy faith. Let's go back and let's study number one. The first reason I found is to pray when you don't know what to pray. Have you ever had that problem before? You want to pray, but you don't know what to pray? Or maybe you have something to pray for, and within about 30 seconds, after you've said what you know in your known language, that you can't think of what else to pray? Well, don't let that limit you. That's one of the reasons I love to pray in tongues, because it takes the limit off my prayers. Romans 8.26 says this, Likewise, the Spirit, that's a capital S, which stands for the Holy Spirit. So likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself, and that's a capital S and a capital H, the Spirit himself, the Holy Spirit, makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, a good translation of groanings which cannot be uttered would be words that are not in articulate speech. Very rarely do I know exactly what to pray. Sometimes I don't know what to pray at all. I thank God that he did not want my prayer life to be hindered by my limited human understanding. I thank God he gave me the gift of praying in other tongues so my prayer life is not limited. I can't say I pray in tongues more than you, but I can say I thank God I pray in tongues. And in a similar way, number two says to pray God's will when you don't know God's will. Have you ever had that problem? Well, I have. I've tried to pray what is God's will when I don't know God's will, so it's difficult to pray. But Romans eight twenty six through 7 again, let me read it. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And now verse 27. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So this is tied into the scripture we just read about not knowing what to pray for as we ought. And now it tells us that we can pray God's will in that situation. Let me read verse 27 again. 
Now he, that's God, who searches the hearts, that's us, knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he, the Spirit of God, makes intercession or prays for the saints according to the will of God. So, with the gift of praying in other tongues, not only can I now pray when I don't know what to pray, I can also pray God's will when I don't know God's will. Now, talk about a power tool. That is absolutely fascinating to me. And this lines up with God being sensible and knowing what he's doing. I realized if tongues were real, they had to have a purpose. They had to have a reason. They had to make sense. And now it's beginning to make sense to me. You see, many times I don't know what to pray because I don't know his will. Well, now I can pray his will even when I don't know what to pray. This does not negate when I do know what to pray. That's when I pray in my known language, which is English. But now I have two ways to pray. One, in my language of English, when I know what to pray. And another, in tongues, when I don't know what to pray. Now that's a practical gift. Now, how do I know it's true? Because the Bible says so. And I thank God that I pray in other tongues. The third reason I found in the Bible to pray in tongues is to speak to God and not to man. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. Mm-mm. You mean speaking to God and not to man? That's exciting. But in the Spirit, speaking mysteries? Now, that's very exciting. The original Greek word for mysteries means hidden thing, not obvious to the understanding. Now, doesn't that make sense? Being able to pray the hidden things of God that are beyond our natural understanding, that makes a lot of sense. This gives us the amazing power to pray when we don't know what to pray or we don't know what God's will is. It's praying beyond our own strength or our own ability. It's moving from a hand garden shovel to a caterpillar backhoe loader in your prayer life. Talk about moving mountains. I thank God I pray in other tongues. The fourth reason is to speak the language of angels. 1 Corinthians 13.1 says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or clanging cymbal. Do we really think the only languages that exist are on earth? Now that's limited thinking. God wants us to take the limits off, be filled with his spirit and pray in tongues when we don't know what to pray. And angels are created beings to assist God and man. Hebrews 1.14 says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Notice how it says angels are sent forth to minister for us. Angels have the specific job to do God's word as it is spoken by God and as it is spoken by us. Listen to Psalm 103 verse 20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, and here's the key, who do his word, capital H, heeding the voice of his word, capital H again. So when we pray in tongues, we're praying his will and, you ready for this? The angels are going forth to get it done. I thank God I pray in tongues. Let me read Mark 16, 17 through 18 one more time. And these signs will follow those who believe. 
In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And the fifth reason to pray in tongues is to pray with the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 14.15 says, What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. John 4.24 says God is a Spirit, and we are created in His image. Therefore, we are also a Spirit. We are a Spirit, we live in a body, and we have a soul, which is our mind. The Greek word for Spirit with a capital S, which is God's Spirit, is pneuma, P-N-E-U-M-A. The Greek word for spirit with a small s is for man, but it's also P-N-E-U-M-A. Why are they the same? Because we are created in his image. I really don't want to stop here, but our time is already up. Reason number five, to pray with the spirit. We'll finish up on this tomorrow, and we'll also talk about five more reasons to pray in tongues. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.